Hey, how are things? This is just a quick message to say thank you to everybody who has supported the podcast so far. If you would like to donate to the podcast, you can do so through PayPal. You can find us at paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie. That's paypal.me forward slash clockwork junkie. Thank you. Hey, how are things? This is Mark here and welcome to the Clockwork Junkie podcast. This is episode 135. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time out of the day to listen. I know the podcasts are coming thick and fast. Um, I have a lot of guests talking about different things and um, I'm going to continue to do that. I have loads of brilliant things lined up and I will be sending out messages about those very shortly. Today, my guest on the show is Sarah Rickard. Hi, Sarah. Hi, how are things, Mark? Not too bad at all. Uh, first of all, thank you for coming on. I much appreciate it, genuinely. Um, Sarah is uh, an actual fan of the show. Someone, I wouldn't say a fan of me, I'd be too embarrassed, but she's a fan of the show. She listens to the podcast. She sends messages to the podcast. She shares stuff, all the things I'm asking the rest of you fuckers to do. This is a person that actually does it. <laughs> so there'd be no podcast without her at all. Um so genuinely, thank you for coming on the show. I much appreciate it. Um, it was, uh, I, I suppose, look, first question I've always wanted to ask someone who listens to the podcast is, what do you like about the podcast? What, what kind of struck your interest? Uh, well, to be honest, I was PV uh, before uh, listening to a uh, complete pod- podcast virgin. I had never even heard of a podcast until I saw James, uh, your brother, I used to follow his uh, Won't Fit Get Fit oh, yeah. on Facebook. And uh, a friend of mine put me onto that. And just from that, he put up links and stuff like that on his page. Yeah. And I hummed and hawed about it because I didn't really, I wasn't really a sitting down listening to anything person. But uh, I got into it from that and it just went from there. Yeah, my, uh, my uh, brother James has... Um... <clears throat> He has his page one for get fit. He lost uh, ten stone, which is uh, one hundred and forty pounds, even more at this stage, you know. Um, so yeah, he's doing really well. And um, when he wants to check that out, I'll actually leave a link to that below. This one for get fit. Yeah, and you came across. I actually that's surprising. You never listened to the podcast at all. Jesus Christ, that was a baptism. But how far you back? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we're going to edit that out. Fucking <laughs> hell. What's um. So how long back was it that you first heard of the Clockwork Junkie podcast? Oh, God. Uh, I, I think it was maybe a year and a bit ago or. Yeah, I started it was I think I started in June of last year. Yeah. So nearly from the start. Yeah. Now, yeah. just a disclaimer, if you don't yeah, believe yeah. me that she's a fan of the show, can you just lift up your T-shirt there, please? <laughs> <laughs> They're actually gone. I, I, I think I've one of them left. Um, I, I got loads of them at one stage, but there's one of them left. I know. I had to take it out of the glass case. Yeah, take it out. First time I've done it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had it in the glass case and used to dust it every day and all this kind of stuff. And But, um, so yeah, so we're talking about, so you start listening to the podcast then. And, and in fairness to you, like, <clears throat> you do share it an awful lot. Um, like there's a lot of people that share it here and there, but I do notice that you share it an awful lot. So I want to say thank you for that. I'm always asking people to share it. And I just say on the podcast, please share. And thank you for anyone that did hear someone in front of me that does it all the time. So thank you very much. It's much appreciated. Um, I'm aware 
that if people don't listen to the podcast, that there is no podcast, that it's fucking nonsense altogether. Um, I know a couple of times as well that you had mentioned, we, we just talked off air for a second there, and um, Sarah would get back to me with a, a few messages here there with stuff when I would talk about mental health. Now, I had assumed that you suffer from mental health, but it turns out that you don't at all. No. But you have experience of it in the family. So just tell us about I've that. Been, I've been through that. We'll points in my life where I felt <clears throat> depressed, but I would never have labeled myself as having depression or having anxiety. I mean, yeah. I think we all get anxious about certain things, but I would never have labeled myself like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, but that's probably like, <clears throat> and a strange thing to kind of the way that they kind of got on board with the podcast because like nearly every second podcast is about depression and fucking feeling down and anxiety and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just, as I said to you earlier, I've just found throughout my life, I've been around a lot of people who are going through stuff like that. Yeah. And just, I like to kind of, I'm a very involved with my circle type of person. I like to be able to listen to people and take in what they're saying and maybe say something intelligent sometimes, you know, to try and help them a bit. Like I, I genuinely care about people. And I have two sons, as I was saying to you myself, they're 20 and 17 and they both suffer from mental health. Um, Corey was actually born with damage to his brain and he ended up with a lot of different issues, but uh, he also has autism and from his autism, he has anxiety issues. Mm. And then my son Brady at the age of 14, he was diagnosed with depression uh, after he tried to take his own life. So he, um, he, he, you know, he's, he's coming back to himself slowly, but Good. You know, it's, it's always a learning curve. As I was saying, like, yeah. I had no idea what depression was. I had no idea mm. what anxiety felt like, you know, in my opinion, I didn't know. And I'm always trying to kind of keep on top of what my next step should be. What, you know, how am I going to help them? How am I going to do things right? You know, and I don't want to be- What you're doing of, is you're being a good mother is what you're doing. You're, you're, you're trying to- Even in my, say my circle of friends, even sometimes even people I don't know, I just find maybe I care too much. Maybe I try to be too involved with strangers, but I, I just, it, it hurts me to think of somebody being sad or somebody feeling like they don't belong here or, you know, it, it just, I don't like it. You know, it doesn't sit well with me. And I always try and um, I probably come across as a stalker, I'm sure, or something worse, but I try to kind of reach out as much as I can, you know? Yeah, there are like... <clears throat> Jesus, yeah, that's a, that's a mouthful of, I mean, like, so you haven't got depression, but you've been through down, you've been down the road with the whole fucking ins and outs, but like, I, I didn't know that, um, uh, that your son tried to kill himself at 14, this is the first time I'm hearing that, uh, I had no idea at all, I'm very sorry to hear that, but now he's, what age is he now? He's 17, he's going on 18 soon. And you're saying he's kind of getting back to himself and tipping along and... They medicate him and he's had some counselling and um, he's been in hospital for a while and things like that. And he's coming back to himself. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him because that shows strength. You know, it's, 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 um, it's not easy to do that. Like I'd mentioned on the podcast that um, like I had never tried to kill myself, but I did at one time feel like I could, like I completely understood why someone would do it. Um, 
I, that's probably no consolation for you to hear that, but I just genuinely, uh, from the bottom of my heart, I felt I knew why someone would do it. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's great to hear that um, he's, you know, probably not even on the men doing better than on the men than, as you said, getting back to himself and that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's very impressive that you're trying to learn stuff like that as well because, um, like, 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 you know, that can't be easy. Like, 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 I'm not a parent, you know? So, like, I know that already mentally every parent is stronger than me. And I know that because I've sisters that have children. And although someday I'd, I'd love to have my own child and I'd love, but I, I still know that there's times that, like, there's breaking points left, right, and center. But something... Goodness, yes. <laughs> when you start sending me messages first that I didn't know that I've since found out about you is that you've triplets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I'm now Christ. known in this town as the girl who has triplets. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, uh that can't be easy. My God. Do you know something? Tell me. I won't lie. I actually it didn't phase me. Uh, when I went to the hospital, when I had my first scan, um, a medium psychic had actually told me I'd have three daughters a few weeks before I went for my scan. And I went for my scan and I found out that I actually had five follicles that had um, came out at the same time. Now, they said two were, uh, I don't know what the term they used was, but they were dying away. You know, they weren't viable. And they said there was three sacks. So they told me to come back because it was so early. They told me to come back a couple of weeks later. But she said on the way out the door, it's more than likely twins. So I went off thinking, right, so I'm, I'm going to be having twins, you know. Yeah, yeah. I had half a football team already, like, but sure. And then when I went back two weeks later, uh, <clears throat> she was she must have scanned me for a solid hour and if anybody knows what it's like to have a scan it's bloody uncomfortable because it was an internal scan so I'm, um, I, I'm not even going to ask um, yeah yeah all the women out there that have had them will know what I'm talking about very uncomfortable but she was doing it for a solid hour and she said to me it's definitely triplets like and <clears throat> I like, I'm thinking I'm, genuinely goodness. I'm nearly even hyperventilating here now with you telling me this story <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and, and you, you you said that it didn't really... Why didn't... Do you mind if I ask you, why didn't it phase you? Why didn't you have... like like Why? I already had the four boys, but I think... And people, like, people will always... They understand me when I say this. I think that I was literally put on this earth to be a mother. Like, it's the most important thing to me. Um, it's the first thing I would describe myself as, you know, um, other people are career driven. I work as well, of course, but and I would never not work. You know, I would never <clears> sit around and do anything or whatever. But there's plenty of mothers out there that don't have the opportunity to work. I'd never slate that either. But I think. It's it's literally the most important thing to me, like I can't get enough of, of time with my children doing stuff mm. with them. You know, I just think being a mom is the best opportunity you could ever get in your life. Like, it's just brilliant. Right, well, my, and it's my, hard, so hard, you know, yeah. and it's, it's crazy, exhausting. And it's, it's really, really lonely, you yeah. know, which is sad. 
how is it only having so many of them around? As, as what yeah, did you call like, it? A, a, a football team? Is that what you said a few minutes ago? Yeah, it's like seven. <laughs> it's seven altogether. So it's like um, it's like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. But uh, it's it's so lonely because you know when you have everyone in bed at last thing at night and you're sitting there and you've no one to talk to mm. and you've no one to like offload to. Yeah. Do you know that's the lonely part? And then a lot of your friends may not be mothers or maybe a mother to one or maybe a mother to two. They just don't get what it's like to literally have like 24 hour, 24 usable hours in every day and each and every one of those are full, you know? Mm. But you still want to reach out. You still want to tell somebody. You want to talk about human stuff, not just mom stuff, you know? And there's no yeah. one around to do it. I can't... Um... She's uh, like, I, I should have a pen and paper. There's so many things I want to ask you about this. It's unbelievable. Um, so, no, first of all, I'll start off with this. So, <clears throat> like, I can't empathize with having triplets, obviously, but I can't <laughs> empathize with being lonely. Um, mm-hmm. I remember when when uh, I had my depression and when it was really bad. One of the things, there was a lot of things that struck me. Um, and look, you listen to the podcast, so you probably know what I'm going to say next. But for anyone who doesn't, it's uh I was very surprised that I was lonely. Um, like I wouldn't be the type to be lonely. And I do look, I enjoy my own company. I do. I love potting around, doing my own thing. Um yeah. if there's people around me for too long, I actually get a bit stressed. So it's um I kind of enjoy my own time. But I remember feeling lonely, like genuinely lonely. And there's kind of feeling lonely, and then there's I really feel lonely, and it's it, it's a different feeling. And from listening to you talk there, you're talking about the I really feel lonely. Um, yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible because I know what it feels like. And it's like, um, you know, it's, 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 it's the weirdest feeling because there's nothing you can do about it. Because like, if you tell people you're lonely, just say, for example, and, you know, I'll use me as a guinea pig here as I nearly always do on the podcast. But if let's say I said, okay, I'm lonely and Sarah's my friend for the last 20 years and I ring you and say, listen, look, I'm lonely. And you'd say, okay, well, I'll call over tomorrow night. Like, you're only calling over because I told you I was lonely. You're not calling over because you want to call over to spend time with me. And even though I mightn't be as lonely while you're there, I know it's a false not feeling lonely, you know, because it was I asked you to come over. Am I making sense or am I talking? Do you know what I mean? You want someone to call when you're not feeling lonely so you don't get to that point, you know? That's what I think. That's think, a good way of saying it. Want someone to, to think so much of you that they just show up yeah. without you ever saying, I feel lonely. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, no. So, you want people to be there anyways because they want to be there. So, you never get, yeah, I'm going to say it that way anymore in the podcast. I, I, I could never find the right way to word it, you know? Um, that's <laughs> that. Can I bring you back to something you said really, really early? And now look, uh, <clears throat> I have no questions for Sarah. I've nothing written down here at all whatsoever. So, we're going to be hopping over and back. It's just going to be a conversation. As I said to her, Two seconds before I set press record, let it be like a conversation where two friends are having a, a pint of cider each down in the pub, and that's kind of what it's going to be. Um, but um, you mentioned something there that struck my fucking interest straight away, but I didn't want to interrupt you when you were talking. You mentioned about, um, and let me get this right, that you spoke to a psychic or a medium. Uh, a psychic medium, yeah. Okay, and, and they, they told you that you were going to have triplets. Is, is that what you said? He told me I would have three daughters in quick succession of each other. Yeah. <clears throat> now, 
uh, I don't believe in that, you know. Yeah, I, I'm quite, quite sceptic as well, but that's the one thing I've ever been told that took me aback because mm -hmm. I had had, say, five boys already. And then I had said to myself, right, that's, I, you know, I don't, I never was a girly, you know, I need to have a girl kind of person. I was well happy with all the boys mucking around, go-karting, <laughs> getting farted on, you know, like none of the, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm much more, because I have a lot of brothers. So I was used to that kind of rough and tumble and all that. Yeah. But, you know, I had, I had decided, right, I've enough now. And we went to see this guy for my mother's birthday. And um, he said, the first thing he said to me was, you don't even know why you're here. And I said, I don't, I actually don't. I said, I'm not being rude. I don't want to be rude. And he said, no, he said, but he said, you're waiting for me to tell you the one thing that will change your mind about me. And I said, okay. Now I would be very, like you were saying, skeptic. I didn't want to give anything away. And he said, you're pregnant. And 24 hours before that, I had actually found out that I was pregnant and I hadn't told anybody at all yet. Was and it up on Facebook now and all this crack? No, 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 no. no. Okay. I literally hadn't. I hadn't even told my husband. I hadn't told anybody. And he had said, because I see I had had a miscarriage before that and I wasn't about to, do you know how you, you wait that time? And You're not you going to tell be, anybody just in case again. You want to wait yeah. to make sure that everyone, no, listen, I get that 100%. And, but he said that you were pregnant when you now, now I, I I was giving him a poker face. <laughs> I was trying okay. to be really, oh really, am I? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Probably knew by me anyway because I'm shite at acting. But um, he said to me, yeah, and he said he took out this chain and he said to me, um, when you swing it a certain way, it tells you the sex of your baby or something. I don't know what it is. Okay. And he said I'm not even going to use this because he said I already know that you're having a girl. And I just looked at him and he went, you're not just having one girl. He said, you will have three girls in quick succession of each other. And I said, oh, no, I won't. Because after this one, I ain't having any more. And he went, you will. And he said, right, I'm leaving those over there. And he took the cards that were on the table and he put them over. And he said, the next time you come back to me, you will have had your daughters. And he said, I'll, I know what cards are there. He said, I will tell you what those cards say then. And so many weeks later, I found out that I was having the triplets yeah, yeah. and Did they couldn't, they, they scanned me in the rotunda and they said to me, we can only tell the sex at two. And I said, it's okay. Cause I know the three of them are girls. And they were like mesmerized when the three of them were born girls. Like, how yeah. did you know? And I said, Oh, medium psychic told me. <laughs> well, I hear like, um, like, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you that one. Cause that's like, you know, for first of all, to say it to you that um, oh, you're skeptical and you're here for him to give you one bit of information that perhaps yeah. that okay, I get that they're all going to say that, but it, it is a little bit more than a coincidence for someone to say you're going to have three and then to have three. Um, and just yeah. to preface, when I did say that I don't believe in that, like I don't believe in it, but. What's the best? I, I'm starting to soften a bit on that, you know. Um, like I, I was very. Um, they can be quite vague, and they'll read yeah. off of you. They're good with like reading off of someone. Like if they say something like, "Oh, your relationship is going to take a turn," and you smile, they're going to mm. say, 
oh, there's a proposal coming or, oh, there's something. Whereas if they say your relationship's going to take a turn and you frown or you look, oh, shit, like they're, I think they can read from you, oh, you're going to end up breaking up or, oh, you're going to, you know, you're going to end up seeing somebody else or whatever. Because they can kind of tell by your reaction. That's what I always believed. Why but, don't they do, do the, like, <clears throat> why don't they do the lottery then, you know? But their answer then is, oh, I can't do it. It's not for my personal gain. Oh, and I said, well, why did you charge my sister 50 hours to go and see you then, champion? It must be for some sort of personal gain, you know? Um, Apparently, you should never wish for money. It's bad yeah. luck. Well, that's probably why I've none then. Because um, yeah, I was yeah. wishing for... I went to... Uh, <clears throat> when I say I went, loads of us went to a Psychic before. Um, it was one... Someone was trying to go. They were saying... There was loads of ones to go to, but they wanted to go to someone particular. I was in the army at the time. I think I was down in Galway. I can't remember the exact ins and outs, so I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, but yeah. we all went. I drove. And I think it was just said it was six of us. But if six went in, the seven could go for free. So I was getting in for free, even though I my name wasn't there to go. I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and it was lads, like, oh, lads. And, like, I think one fella believed, the fella that was trying to get us to go, and no one else gave a shit, like. But the rest of them went in and they fucking came out. They were happy enough, you know, that like there was like, um, like there was no, um, <clears throat> this is so I was in the army between 98 and 2003. So I, I don't know if Facebook was out then. I don't think it was. But this person knew, yeah. <clears throat> this person knew loads of stuff. I went in, I was the seventh person and I sat down and I remember, and we're just, there was no cards or no nothing. They just sit there, look at you, talk at you, do, do, uh, get a feel of your aura of your presence and they could empathize from your energy and your bacteria. And there was, I said, oh, okay. I said, look, I, I don't know this. Um, six of my friends who are trained a bit, who are tough motherfuckers are happy enough with it. So I'd stay here. Um, and I did, I was there for about seven or eight minutes. And he said, I can't tell you anything about yourself because you can do it as well. And I said, will you fuck off? Just because you knew I was so straight-faced. that, And I never left for one second thinking that I could do it, right? But I'm going to get back to that in a minute, right? I, I, I just thought that he knew that I'd catch him because you mentioned earlier on about um, <clears throat> when Dylan says, oh, you're pregnant. And you didn't mm. go, how did you know that? You went, oh, am I? You were kind of still even playing it cool, you yeah. know? This is the same girl, by the way, that said at the start of the podcast that she wasn't able to act. So re- remember that as well. So, <laughs> but... um. He uh, <clears throat> he said that I could do it as well the first time, and that I was able to do it, and I could sit down and give someone readings and all that. And when I was younger, I kind of thought that I could. Now this is just, imagine me having. I never have this conversation, you know. I'm always talking about other stuff, but now that we're talking about it, I used to think years ago that I could do it. I used to think that I could, that I was a bit psychic, you know. Um, but what I think it is is that just um, maybe it's just a bit. Um, what's the word? I don't know, like, like, like doing the calculation in my mind and oh, the chances are this will happen and then it normally does. But I, 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 I would have poo-pooed, that's the word, poo-pooed. That's, that's, that's the new word of today now, poo-pooed. I would have poo-pooed all this um, psychics and all this fucking, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm not so sure now. Look, I, I do know there's charlatans out there. Uh, is there a B? Is there a B? Is there a P? Is or V? Vicky? No, Victoria? Uh, did it, yeah. Oh, Victoria, auntie, did she die? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, there's someone here to talk to you. Fuck off, you know. Whereas if they went down and said, Josephine, your auntie Victoria is here. She still has the purple necklace. Then you might start believing them, you know. Um, yeah. 
So I, I don't know how we got on to that, but yeah, so so you had triplets. Right? What ages are the triplets, just a matter of interest? They will be five in January. Yeah. Yeah. All three of them will be five in January. Can I ask you a mad question? How in the name of Jesus do you work as well? Well, I I work uh part-time, so I actually work in a preschool. <laughs> Sarah. Yes, people think I'm actually nuts, I think. Yeah, well, here, and here's another one. How do you, like... Well, do you know why it is? Because you need the money, that's why. Well, that's... yeah, but I mean, I worked in retail for two years. And yeah. I studied for childcare because I always wanted to work with children, especially children with special needs. I always wanted to, to do it and just circumstances kind of held me back because you need to keep a roof over your head. You need to pay your bills and it's, it's hard to get into childcare. For me, it was because I had never signed on the live register. I had always worked and mm. unfortunately CE schemes for childcare, you have to be unemployed to do those kind of things. Yeah. And uh, just, I never had the opportunity that way. And then when you go for a childcare job, they always want somebody who has childcare experience. How do you get experience if you, do you know? I know, like that drives me, that drives yeah. me absolutely daft. You see on uh, Indeed.ie or Jobs Ireland, there are other um, employment websites out there, by the way, but you see on one of those, we're looking for um, a butcher, for example, to train in um, yeah. brand new, only 18,000 a year, must have three years experience. Yeah, exactly. And how do you get it if you just wander in off the street and say, can I have some butchering experience? Like, yeah. Um, but you're right what you say. How in the name of fuck can I get experience if no one will give me an opportunity? Yeah. It's impossible. But you know something yeah. about, like, back in, I, you know, like, lo I love talking about um, humans and how we evolved. And you're probably thinking, no, where's he going with this with me? Like, <laughs> it's <laughs> humans. And the human race wouldn't have evolved to say like without you know like man going and building boats and building shelter and building houses and building this that and, and it wouldn't have done but it also wouldn't have evolved without women like you because with that um you, you mentioned that you've always wanted to be a mother like you know what i mean yeah like like well look I, I'm, I'm sure i'm not telling you anything you don't know right but like not everybody has that you know like, 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 not everybody has that in them. That, that like, I'm, I'm not saying not everybody wants to be a mother. I'm just saying, like, you have a clatter of them, like, and you're happy and you're able to do it. And you can obviously, you said you're stressed. Like, I'm surprised you can find time in the day to feel lonely. If that makes you know what I mean, like, you're so busy, like, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, just so as everyone knows, this is where we're recording this at uh, 9 p.m. It was like everyone is down. It's your only chance. There's My a chance. It's uh there's a chance that you might be called off at any stage to do um I know. to do I'm so. all locked in. I locked in the other room, so that's the the room, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's impressive. I like I mean look, like I don't have any children and I, I would really I'm fucked because like I'm 44 and this is not like um a plea you now for Tinder or anything like that, but like I'm 44, I haven't even got a girlfriend yet. Like, I, I'm not going to meet someone in two months and then get pregnant in three months. It's going to be a long fucking time, like, you know what I mean? It's going to be... I'll so lend you a few months. What? 
I'll lend you a few if you want. <clears throat> well, I could do with the children's allowance. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, I like if if it did ever happen, and I found out I was having triplets, I think I'd have about sixteen or seventeen cardiac arrests, one after the other. Um, it's amazing the way, like they say, like then, you know. Well, look again, uh, nothing happens to someone that you can't overcome or that you're not able for. And as you said, mothering is your big thing, you know. And you mentioned something else there as well. I wanted to pull you up on when you said other people said. Uh, or they have a career and they have this. So fuck them. Like mothers, it's sick. Oh, no, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that. Okay. I just mean, like, sometimes people would hear me talking about or see me talking about on Facebook, like how I love being a mother. And I would, you know, I love spending time with my kids. And they're probably thinking she is some fucking gobshite, like, you know, going like that. I'm trying to make somebody else feel bad. Not in a million years. Like if you're building a wall, each and every brick of that wall is important. You know, mm. like you take the middle one out or you take one out from anywhere. That wall is going to fall eventually. Like we all have to be different to make up the society that we have. 100%. You know, some of us are good at whatever we're good at. You know, we can't if we're all the same, it's going to be a boring ass fucking society we live in. Why, anyways. Oh, just as a matter of interest, um, why why do you think um some people might be pissed off that you're putting up that you love being a mother. Why would that bother somebody I've else? Often, I've often spoken to people and they would like express to me that it's quite annoying that I only ever post about my kids or like during the lockdown, I got a few me- private messages during the lockdown. You know, you're, you're putting the rest of us to shame or you're this, that, and it, because it was the first time in my life as a mother that I could be at home with my kids 24 seven see them doing all their first this first that now they're not walking or talking but there's firsts constantly throughout their whole lives especially when you have children with special needs they're doing something that they haven't done before or they're they're they've caught on to something that you've been trying to teach them for five years mm-hmm. that's a first you yeah. know yeah. like they're important i i think they're massively important i agree and any special needs parent out there will will know exactly what i'm talking about like your kids just ate a whole bowl of cereal without crying or, or, you know, put on gloves or, you know, like it's, it's all the little small little things that are achievements and they're important and you want to be there for them. And when you have to work as hard as I worked when I worked in retail, like six days a week, most of the time, I missed so much of the bigger ones lives because I needed to put a roof over my head or I needed to put food on the table so I appreciated the lockdown and I was applauding COVID at one stage because I got to do all the messy play, all the sensory stuff, all the stuff that I hadn't gotten to do 20 years ago. And I loved every minute of it. You know, I loved yeah. it. And I can see, um, you know, like obviously <clears throat> while you're saying that, while you're talking to me, you're actually coming to life like your eyes. I can see you wasn't even talking about it, you know, you can see it in you like, um, why, you know, when you say that, some people say, um, oh, uh, you're you're putting us to shame. So who gives a fuck, you know, if you're... If, yeah, if I don't. I, it used to really bother me what people thought of me and... and yeah. Or yeah. don't follow your Facebook page then, if you don't want to exactly, see it. Exactly, yeah. Like, there's yeah. people on Facebook that put up stuff that I don't like, so I just unfollow them and then yeah. I don't see it. It's, it's, very, yeah, yeah. it's very easy, you know. But... Yeah. You don't want to see it, but they do want to see it, you know. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to see what it's you're at, but to do want to see what you're at. They're looking in from somebody else's page, like you know. <clears throat> mm. 
it's a so you you so you obviously like it's it's amazing the way I talk about COVID there because like I for much different reasons like I lost my job to COVID I had um I was working in a place and I had left and got a new job and the new job was in Athlone Mm -hmm. and I had started on a Monday but on the Wednesday in my brand new job here in Athlone I got a phone call from my last job yeah and this was like um I'm going to say March or April of last year. So like it was mad at the time. And my old boss rang and said that somebody who I worked with all the time in my old job had COVID-19 that had COVID. So I had to go and get tested. So so I was in this new job for three days. So then they sent me home after three days. But but if you get tested now, it's very quick. But back then it was like 10 days, 14 days. If you remember at the start, it was was like... Yeah, Yeah, it was crazy. But so I was going through a recruitment agency and, and then so I, I spoke to the boss in my new place and she said, look, well, you're sorry now, but she said, you're going to have to go home because you may not have it, but someone in your old job had, so you might have it. Yeah, I said, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'll go and get all the tests done. I rang the recruitment agency, the recruitment agency that I went through and I, I told them the story that I just told you and they said, okay, well, look, there's nothing you can do about it. So I had to go up to um, Monagar, I think it was. I got swabs yeah. and that. I was waiting fucking ages to go up. It was not like it is now. It was, I thought, I was ringing and saying, listen, did, oh, we have you here, Mr. McCormick, you, you know, whatever. Went up. I thought that the results come back in a day or two. I was waiting. It felt like forever. Eventually, I came back. No COVID. Everything is fine. Yeah, yeah. Rang up my job. I don't want to answer the phone. Oh, my goodness. Can, uh, rang my recruitment agency. And he wouldn't answer the phone. So I left messages. Then I sent emails saying, hi, it's Mark here, Mark McCormick from Atlone. I started working with you two weeks ago in this job. Yeah. You got me the job. You got me the interview. Yeah. Um, I was saying, if you remember on the first Wednesday, I had to go and get to, here's the emails that we sent each other over and back. And, 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 and they never got back to me. And I just, my job was gone. No just no like way. that. I was out of work. I said, for fuck's sake. I couldn't believe it, you know. And then, of course, everyone was losing their job left, right, and center. I said, what am I going to do with myself? Before I got depression, I was going to start a podcast. Yeah. And I'd done one or two episodes. And it was me being really like, you know, like, hey, guys, what's up, y'all? It's Mark here. What's that trying to be really cool? <laughs> like, like a fucking idiot, like, you know. But um, then I got depression and all that. So then I, I started to think, well, no, but you know what I do? I'll just start a podcast now while I can't get work or I can't get a job and it was episode four if like back in the day when I was doing it it wasn't on um, like I didn't have zoom or I didn't have any of this equipment I had an app on my phone and I done it that way and on the fourth episode I said I had depression I said it was really bad blah 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 and that's when things start moving along so like this is my job now this is what I do now and if if COVID never came in I don't think I'd ever be doing this to be honest with you um <laughs> I don't think it like it ever would have happened. So it's it's really bad. I didn't want it to happen. I'm very, very sorry it happened, but it it it, it gave you an opportunity to do something that you always wanted to do, which was the messy stuff and to get involved and you wanted it to be there. And I see yeah. like, you know, but it, it gave me me a chance to do this. Um and I I I love this. I absolutely love it. Um I I, I was never sure whether I was ever going to be any good at it. Honestly, no, like I knew I could talk. I could always talk down through my life. I just stutter when I was younger really bad. Like I fucking so bad. I still do it sometimes now. But it got better as I got older. But um I I 
the one thing I didn't want to do was go on YouTube. I didn't want to put this mug on YouTube. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm not the Sistine Chapel. I said, this is the last thing that I want. And I just didn't want to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. But when COVID came in, like, then I, I could no longer, like, if this was years, like, if this was this time last year, I just, you'd come to my house or I'd go to your house. I'd put the phone in the middle and yeah. press the act and the two of us would talk and that'd be it. Um, yeah. But I couldn't do it anymore. So I had to fucking do this. I was dreading it. I can't tell you how much I was dreading it. I just didn't want to do it at all whatsoever. I said, oh, for fuck's sake, people are going to see, you know. And then I just said, fuck it. Like, but I'm so happy that I did it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I've learned so much from it. Um, the podcast, like, sometimes it's me coming on and it might come across as, oh, he's the host, like, and, like, he's real jilly and he's asking all these questions. And it's not that at all. Like, I, like you've seen how the podcast starts now. You've seen the background. Yeah. Like, it's not very professional like, you know what I mean? it's not, like there's no big um you, you've seen exactly how it starts you see you know yeah. there's no will i press record now will like this is the way we do it like, um, it's like it's like when you go and eat in mcdonald's and you think well this is great but then you have to work there and you're like this is a shithole yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean you're behind the scenes in mcdonald's and you think oh yeah. my god so but it's just the, it's the, the the thing that i like about the podcast most is the amount of stuff that i've i've, I've learned from it because a, a lot of things that I, I wanted to know about, um, I, I've brought on people who who know more than me, and that's how I'm learning stuff. And that's one of the reasons that's that's kind of changing my mind, you know, about different yeah. things, about energy, and about um, are you religious? Mm-hmm. Just as a matter of interest, that's something that always interests me um, about somebody. I am a bit. I wouldn't say yeah. I am like going into mass every week religious. But I would be of the opinion that there is something heaven. I wouldn't like to yeah. think that anybody I've lost, yeah, you know, I'm never going to see again. Do you know? Well, just because so you I wouldn't like to think it doesn't make it so, though. That's the, the problem we face. I know. Isn't yeah, I know. Yeah. Now there is a lot of, a lot of different things. Like I have actually read the Bible from from cover to cover. Yeah. So, Same. you know, there's a lot of um, rubbish in it. I think. But then when you think about it, it, it was written by people. And passed on from generation to generation. And if you ever have played Chinese whispers <clears throat> in school, you know, you're going to get a lot of crap at the end. So million percent. I think that if uh, just to, I suppose, uh, no, I didn't read it from cover to cover. I got a, I had an audio book and your man that does, I think, does Darth Vader in Star Wars. Um, James Earl Jones, he read it to me. That's oh how I did it. I didn't. But come here. Um, what was the last <laughs> thing you just said there? Oh, yeah. Well, Chinese whispers. Like, I think that, and I said this on the podcast a few times, and I'll say it again, like, if Jesus was, re- you know, if if everything he said was real, let's just say it, for this conversation, he's real, and what, he's coming back. I don't think he'd recognise, and I think he'd be heartbroken of what people are, you know, of, of oh, the way that they've made the religion and stuff like that. Cause it's, it's like, he, he, yeah. he, he was clever, like, mm. <clears throat> you know, like, it was love each other, it was, it was, well, as I suppose, a little compliment to you. It was what is it's it's he was asking people to do what you're doing, looking out for people, trying to see if people are okay. That's <clears throat> a community spirit type thing, you know. Well, I'm not a martyr. I'm, I think I think I know a lot of people like me as well. Not a lot, but I know people in my circle are the same as me. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm sure I shaved off sides of it over the years, and it became a circle. It was probably a rectangle at one stage, mm-hmm. but you know, when you shave it down, it becomes your little circle. But I think that 
they're they're like-minded like we would look out for each other but we would look out for anybody that we would notice that might need it do you know yeah because it, i mean at the end of the day <laughs> what are we doing here like if, if we're not meant to do that like what is the human race why are we why are we trying to blow each other up why are we trying to shoot each other and kill each other and rape each other and and you know molest children and like you know that's not shouldn't be what it's all about like if you take a look around when you're going for your walks and you see the detail in trees the detail in flowers the fact that we can reproduce the way that we do like they're all gifts that we were given to to live on this earth with and like we're just peeing all over it you know i uh when I text Sarah to come on the show, I wanted to bring on someone who um, who I knew had watched an awful lot of podcasts. Um, and it was, it was me that asked. And one of the first things she texted was that I'm one of the most interesting people that you'll ever hear. But listen to what you've just said there for the last five minutes. That was absolutely beautiful. That was someone who's lived a long life and who's, who's, who's just... That, that was beautiful. That was really nice. That's what we are here for, to help each other. That's cool. That's I could nearly end the podcast on that because I know that I'm not going to say anything better than that for, the, for, for, for I'm not going to say anything better than that, you know? Um, there's just, I suppose, um, normally I have guests on and stuff like that and I can chat to them and all that, but I don't really ask them, but, but I'll, I'll ask you, like, <clears throat> was there, were you debating whether to, to come on or not? Oh yeah, absolutely. Tell me. So, so um, when I, I ask you to come on, like was that? People either. I always think that I'm like Bovril. You know, Bovril. Yeah, people love your head. People either love me or they hate me. You know, mm. and it's, that's Marmite. Ah, oh, well, yeah, Bovril's the same though. Have you ever tasted it? Oh God. Uh, no, go on. Yeah. <laughs> so but it's you... one of those things, like, and I and I always think, Jesus. You're going to lose all your followers <laughs> when you put this out, you know. <laughs> that I'll feel so bad. I'll yeah, be we... crying into my t shirt. <laughs> yeah. Make sure that goes straight back into the glass case now for, um, you'll be on that antiques roadshow in about 20 years' time and you'll be looking to get five euros for it, you know. But, I'm raising um, it. Wasn't... I'll have to get you to sign it now at some stage. <laughs> yeah. Did you say there, <clears throat> you mentioned about, um, <clears throat> I'd be losing all my followers. I lose followers all the time and I gain new followers. It's not like the same people all the time so let's say i have like i, I just throw a, a figure out say there's ten thousand and, and the follow like in three weeks time that could be like nine thousand two hundred and five so like oh. i people have literally listened to me and went oh fuck him and turned me off but then they so can we go searching then <laughs> <What's that? laughs> see who, who unfollows you <laughs> get obsessive about it <laughs> people unfollow me all the time and people don't like stuff and then but then it could be three weeks later then and it'll be fifteen thousand and it and, yeah, and Look, I, I I I subscribe to things all the time. Oh yeah, that fella's cool, or this girl is cool, or that girl's cool. I subscribe to it, and then I could be subscribed for five years, or after hearing three or four other stuff, I might say, ah, no, I I thought it was for me, but it's not, so I'll unsubscribe. But people do that That's to me. That's a commitment phobia. What? Commitment phobia. Commitment phobia. When I yeah. subscribe to something, that's me in for life. You know, I never uns- I never go to the trouble of unsubscribing to something. Yeah. It's just. <clears throat> well you do like there's that I, I I remember um early on in the podcast where like there's no point in me saying what number it was because it'll be all lies, but I do know it was early on. I can tell you that for sure. 
and like 10 days might pass and like I, I i used to do two podcasts a week so one on a monday and one on a wednesday and you know it's just it's once a week now for the most part but like 10 days or two days or you know 10 days or maybe 14 days have passed and like i might have four podcasts out like and I think they're really good like like they're really good like i put an effort into them the guests were good uh you know and like do, do, does anybody give a fuck at all like you know what i mean and then you know and i i remember one time when that was happening i got a, a message someone saying oh yeah that was good whatever it was was and it was from you hmm. and i went somebody's listening you know, I always I remember that. I'm going down through them when I get my free time. <laughs> yeah. Well, geez, you must have yeah. a lot of free time. But uh, no, I do. And, and I actually want to say a thank you for that because there, there, there are certain little things that I remember down to it. And I remember putting out what I thought were killer podcasts, which that's good podcasts, but good mm-hmm. guests talking about good subjects, talking about good stuff. There was a few, uh, look, there was a couple of views, but not one comment. And I remember somebody comment, and I don't even remember what the comment was. And it was actually so un- unimportant what the comment was because it was only that somebody commented on yeah, yeah. one of the podcasts and whatever it was meant they had to listen to it because whatever they were saying was deep in the podcast it wasn't at the start you know and that yeah, was yeah. actually you that was you you and I says oh thanks be to god so if you didn't do that I might have never done the podcast I could have got bored. People probably hate you now Jesus why didn't you say it? nothing at all then we would have got rid of this fella now he'd be fucking gone it's Sarah's fault no but uh i do hear certain ones and i say oh such a person would like that one now and i do tag different people in them oh, yeah, no one, yeah. like someone pop into your head and say oh yeah yeah you know my sister would like this or you know yeah uh, like would you have seen 50 of them would you say oh i probably more i'd say there's only maybe 20 ish that i haven't that from the very very beginning yeah because when i hit at a point you start kind of bringing on people that I knew somewhat and okay. I up from there. And then I realized, oh, it's, out, it's been out ages. And I started going back then. So I, <laughs> I do that as well. <laughs> I do that as well. I, 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 I see. So, oh my God, look at this is new. This is a class. And then I went, yeah. hang on, this is out for the last six months. How did I miss it? And then I go back and go in and yeah. Yeah, that's a question for you. And and if if you don't if you don't come up with an answer, it doesn't matter. But who do you think was the best guest, just as a matter of interest? I don't know if I could pinpoint the best one, but okay. uh, just a mad question that I never really asked anybody, you know. I think I really enjoyed the McLean Burke one. And yeah. I'm not I wouldn't be a, a massive Fair City fan. Yeah. Um I didn't even know what his name, his real name was. I just yeah. saw the picture and I went, oh, there's Damien. <laughs> Right. and uh, i just listened and i just thought he was so raw yeah and he's a manly looking man and he was reduced to like he was getting anxious when he was speaking to you and he was getting emotional and you know he was taking a minute to calm himself kind of thing and i just thought like he knows that this is going out to potentially mm-hmm. thousands of people and he's still being real about it and I love that. I love stuff like that. He was one of my favorite guests as well. I actually done a behind the curtain with him as well. Um, yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. that was funny. No, listen, he's he's actually one of my favorite guests as well. Um, <clears throat> it's I I love when I get somebody on who is um, like for me, like I like all my guests. We get on and we chat, and this is fine. I've yeah. done podcasts with guests, and they were talking shite through, and I just said, listen, I'm I'm I, I'm not putting this up. You're 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 not yeah. telling the truth. I've done that a couple of times, but um. 
uh, I love people. My favorite guests are people that give me the most of themselves. You know, that like when I'm finished, I think I know that person well. You know, now yeah. whether what they're saying is good or bad is irrelevant, but as long as it's yeah. true. And he was one that I remember because he wasn't trying to be, um, kind of like, what's the word? He wasn't trying to be a tough guy. He wasn't trying to be a cool guy. He was being himself. He wasn't trying to polish himself for the camera or polish himself to kind of make himself no. look you know, a certain way. He and he had just... every right to do it because he's like, he was starring yeah. in Fair City. Now, in, in fairness to him, I, I told him at the start of the podcast, I didn't even know that, you know what I mean? I, I, I didn't know he was in Fair City. I, I just seen that he had lost weight and he was talking about mental health. Um, and I said, this yeah. guy looks all right. I just said, will he come on? And he just says, yeah, straight away. Like, who, who was yeah. I even? And just her, her turn on them, we just take, we've actually sent each other a few messages here and there since that as well. Yeah. He's actually somebody that I wouldn't mind getting back on just to chat because he's, yeah. uh, I, I kind of do look, look out for him since that and he's left Fair City now. I think he's going doing a bit of panto. He'd be brilliant on that, you know. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a topic. And then who, which guest did you hear? I would never ask you that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't actually, you know what I love though? I love hearing yourself and James <clears throat> together. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious because I grew up with loads of brothers and it just reminds me of being at home where you're mm. talking about farting and just, mm. oh, I remember laughing so much. Like We had that sing-off, I think. Uh, we had a sing-off before. Yeah. Like, thank god hilarious. that was before zoom oh my god that was before the zoom started i would have died altogether like that was about two weeks before the the the, the zoom stuff started but um but, but you know, <laughs> no but you know something actually now is a good time to announce it i am um, last christmas i i realized that christmas is a very sad and lonely time for loads of people so i, I decided that i was going to do a podcast for every single day during christmas this year i'm not doing that because nobody watched them last year but there was like there wasn't even a hundred views between ten podcasts, so I'm going to be taking two weeks off for Christmas, a holiday. For you, yeah, two Good weeks for off. For you, mince uh, pies and drink. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I it, it doesn't have to be Christmas for me to do that, you know. Right. Okay. But I'm actually going to take some time off, and I'm going to take two weeks off, and then come back in January then with a with a bang, I suppose, you know. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so so I, I still can't get over this triplets thing. I mean, <clears throat> I'm thinking of, like, uh, what's that movie? Um, for very bad. Uh, Cheaper by the Dozen? Is that, is that, have you seen that? <laughs> that's a little bit more than three, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, Steve Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, like, you must be, like, Especially when three are growing up, like under you know, like they're, they're, they're two in the terrible twos, and they're one's running this way and run. You, you want to be an octopus. Yeah, well, do you know something that it was harder when they started to walk around, and now it's yeah. even harder. So when they hit twelve or thirteen, it's gonna be mega hard, you know, really much. Yeah, <clears throat> might it get easier? No, no, it won't. Yeah, under twelve or thirteen, or maybe when they're twenty-five, it might be easier. Yeah. when they're not living here <laughs> i don't know yeah. well when you could pick them up feed them change them back down next one pick feed. you know you're kind of i was writing literally everything down like everything had to be written down because you don't want to feed the same baby twice you don't want to give the same baby calpol twice you don't want to be changing the same baby twice and leaving somebody else not changed but yeah. now they're just going in different directions and they want to do different things at the same time and you know they're just pinching each other and it's crazy 
Mm. Yeah, you need so you you <clears throat> you need to have a certain temperament to be um, able to do that every mm. single day. You know, um, and work. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're a bit of a <laughs> you're a bit of a cool chick, aren't you? Am I? I yeah. wish. <laughs> I I uh, I think you're very impressive. Thank you. I do. I'm not saying that for the camera. I, I genuinely 100% think you're very impressive. I won't be able to do that. I can tell you that now. There's not a fucking hope in hell. Well, you never know what you can do until you have to do it. No, I couldn't yeah. do it. I'd have to hire about 675 nannies. That's a I'm telling you that now. I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't have it in me. I get too stressed. I start, I'm even, when you're telling me the story about going to the doctor's house, my heart started beating really fast even when we were talking. So can you imagine if I, I was involved in it all, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it really takes it's a certain type of person. Them on the screen, though. What's that? You know, like as they were getting bigger, it was amazing watching. Them. Like my stomach was no bigger than it had been when I was pregnant any other time, and I was thinking, how the actual feck are they all in there together and not like covered in bruises or something? You know, like but it, mm. it's just amazing how things that's like that, good, that. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, you'd, you'd imagine mm -hmm. you'd be like you'd be. Like they were moving around so much. Like yeah. to wonder someone who poked in the eye or, you know, like mm. it was crazy watching them. And then if you've ever seen someone's pregnant stomach towards the end, when that finger or something comes up and it looks like a shark fin, like that was just mayhem. <laughs> My stomach was just nearly bursting off me at one stage. It's like the movie Alien, when the things inside me. Like, I don't think I'd be able for that. It's a good job men don't have to give birth. I can tell you that now. Because the race would be finished. To be fair to you, though, you get man flu and we don't, so, you know. Yeah. I just, um, <clears throat> I, I, I will not let this go without bringing this up. There was a study done. I'm my man for studies. There's a study done that the man flu, as it's supposed to be called, that we get a night over, apparently is 15 times more powerful than a normal flu. And it's because of one of our XY chromosomes that we have on our body. Google that after this. If I think of it after, I'll put a link in. I want everyone to read it and shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. I know. We're we're whingers, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> so what would so so you're in 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 Samad we went in childcare. So when you were studying then, like you were studying while you had the triplets as well, was it? Or was that before you had the I had six month olds triplet babies when I did my level six in childcare. Yeah. Do you know something like, right? Like, that's incredible, like, right? That's absolutely incredible. Like, you think, oh, I'd be the one of the most uninteresting. You haven't a clue the type of person you are. You're fucking incredible. Yeah, pretty, listen. Plain Jane. <laughs> <laughs> listen. You go onto Instagram there, right, and you see someone shaking their hole, someone doing a bikini tryout and showing their hits and then someone doing a little sexy dance and of 550 million followers and then someone from an eye company gives them two million to um to uh sell their eyeliner or their makeup or whatever but like they, they, they wouldn't tie your shoelaces you know the world is very unfair the world the world is very unfair i think like you shouldn't not that i'm I, i'm not saying that you don't like your job it's obviously mm. you probably do oh, i love my job it's the best job I'm literally the best i would work for free if i could afford to that's it's the best job i've ever had in my life make love sure it. your boss doesn't hear this 
Oh no, she, I've said it to her before. Oh, <laughs> I've Jesus. said it to her. If I ever win the lotto, I'm going to stay here and work for free. Would you? No, no, would you? Oh, absolutely. I love my job. Love my job. I love, I won't say I love because that's a bit creepy, but I would like be absolutely mad about all the children in my room, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I just, you know, I love spending time with them. I love seeing what they can do and how they're developing and how, you know, they might be able to do something at the start of the year, but then six months in, they can do it perfectly and their voices are coming on and they're starting to sing. Like all of that's just brilliant, you know? I really love it. Love my job. It's mad, like, on the messages like that down through, I don't know, maybe the last, I don't know, since the first message you sent me telling me you were listening to the podcast was the first I've ever heard that you existed, you know? And we've sent when you a few messages. <laughs> What's that? When I said I was a podcast virgin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you were deflowered. When, um, uh, and I got a, we sent each other a few messages here and there about different things. Not a lot, just a few. Um, but like, I didn't know like all of this stuff about you. Like, you know, like it's, it's yeah, like, it's amazing, you know? Like everyone should know like what you're doing. Like, you know, you're fucking raising family left, right and center. You're working, you love your job. You're fucking... Oh man, it's unbelievable! Like you know, or like, I'm single. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah you, you, you probably wouldn't have time for a man. You're too busy. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I probably wouldn't have the patience. <laughs> yeah, you, you 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 must have amazing patience, actually. For children, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but m- m- men are just big children. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Probably. Yeah, I, I hate when people say that. It's not men get such a bad rap, rap. It's unbelievable. There's, there's some men that are the dirt and scum and waste of space. And then there's other people who are okay, but everyone's yeah. thrown into the one fucking. Like there's some girls that uh, would meet a guy and <clears throat> really, really like them and then go and cheat on the guy all the time with his friends and all that. And then there's other yeah. girls that wouldn't. But you don't throw all the girls in with that type of person. You, 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 you separate it. That one's a slag. These girls are nice. I, even, I always think even even say my own marriage broke up or whatever. I would never be the type of person that would say, well, that person was a bad husband or whatever. Maybe that experience is just my experience. Maybe mm-hmm. the next person, hopefully, that he meets has a, you know, it can mm-hmm. carry on, have a good experience because not everybody is for everybody else. A hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. Just because someone hasn't, hasn't say clicked with me doesn't mean they're not going to make somebody else so incredibly happy you know yeah as you it's um you would have i've seen in the past some of the nicest people you could meet you, you'd, you'd really really like both of them and they just break up like so how yeah. can you how can you knock it on you're the funniest people in the world the boy you're so kind you fucking yeah, hate yeah. each other and you're married three years how it's, it's, it's the, the answer is what you said. Sometimes, sometimes people just don't click over. But do you know what I think? There's, there's what, what happened. It's happened to me in relationships in the past where, um, okay, well, like two people meet, they're here, and then they grow. So three years later, you're completely different people. So you're not the people that you are. You're different people, and now maybe you just don't click now. Yeah. It happens exactly, all the time. Yeah. 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 I don't know if anybody's learning anything from from uh, this podcast, but um, it's a uh, 
She's one of my favorite podcasts, you know. Like I can look at myself and think, um, <clears throat> like I had depression for ten years, and then I've been awfully injured for the last year at my back, and you know, and, and I'm doing a podcast, and what I'm doing, you know, and it's going well and all that. And then look, like you're like a, a fan of the podcast, like and. <laughs> like like I, I, I wouldn't be fit enough to lace your boots like with all the stuff you do, you know. So I, I, well, that's a hundred percent. It's I'm not asking you that, I'm telling you that. That's a fact. Like so people need to put things into perspective, you know. And what you said earlier as well is a very good point to be nice to people and treat people right and treat people with manners and um like I'm so happy, but um like I done a thing um a couple of weeks ago for um the fireman that got injured and I put it up on Facebook. Yeah, Most yeah. people have shared that and everything was just unbelievable. Um, and like I got so many messages out of that saying, Oh, well done to me, well done. I didn't do anything, like it was like, Yeah, yeah, I just talked to the person, but like <clears throat> people are kind. And if you were to believe, I, I'm saying this all the time, like sometimes I should write down the stuff that I'm saying all the time and stop saying it. But if I feel something, like I just have to say it, is that like, like the, the news makes us think that. Every, Every, everything's bad everyone's bad you're bad i'm bad we i'm trying to take something off you you're trying to take something off me you're trying to that's what they them. want us to believe you see it's not Isn't true that what they call propaganda they want us to believe all that so that you know we buy more to make ourselves feel better or we you know go on more holidays or we like we spend more money you know i think it's it's a it's a whole um thing that they do to make us keep us in line maybe yeah it's something i have to look into i'm I'm still not convinced about this whole conspiracy terrorist stuff i'm 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 not convinced but it's not as people aren't as bad as they're making out there as as, as was the point that i'm making um i see love all the time i see see i'm i'm not kind of a grandiose person whereas like like I don't have to see somebody giving somebody a Ferrari. Um, like I just have to see somebody helping somebody small, and and, like, and that warms my heart. And sometimes I feel like, for a grown man, I might be like I'm supposed to be a tough man. I chop wood. Like sometimes I feel that I'm a little bit too sappy. That like even small things that yeah. kind of warm my heart and make me happy. And that wasn't always the case when I was on my 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 tablets with depression. I um I I I'd mentioned that like well I, it wasn't that I was sad or happy. I felt nothing like. But so when I went off them. My my feelings start coming back, and and the the first feeling that came back was anger. Would you believe that? That was the first feeling. I only I'm off them a couple of months now. The first thing that came back was anger. I start getting angry at stuff, and then, um, but I'm I'm good again now. I just but like there's so much love out there. There's so much nice little gestures and nice little things. They say anger is passion. Yeah, this wasn't passion. It It was anger. You're angry about something. There's passion behind it. Yeah, well, look, that's. It's, it's yeah maybe maybe but i i was worried uh maybe the first two or three weeks when i come off the tablets first because they had, I, I had felt i was better but i was numb for years and now i wasn't numb and like i was getting so many feelings coming in all the time and, yeah yeah and I, I wasn't enjoying it but i remember the number one thing that came in was i was so fucking irritable all the time over nothing or sometimes mm-hmm. over stuff that i would normally let pass but I was thinking, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill someone. And I wouldn't be like that, you know, <laughs> it's like it wouldn't be my style. But um, the, the the point that I'm making is I'm grand again now. I'm back. But it's I, I, I wouldn't be very grandiose where someone had to give someone a Ferrari to do well. I like 
even the smallest things um like you mentioned earlier on about like seeing when you're at work seeing somebody doing something they haven't done before or someone mm-hmm. even for instance finishing a bowl of cereal which you might think is sure how would that be exciting well i'll tell you how because the child has never done it before and it's the first time for them ever to do it after trying so it is exciting it is something big and it is something to get excited over and if you can't see that there's something fucking wrong with you but i, but I think special needs parents are a different breed of parents i think yeah, because I, I would know a certain amount of them say from <clears throat> from and then from here and alone. And I think we're, we're all on. the. It's like we're telekinetic, you know, like when someone posts up on Facebook or somewhere else that um, such one did this today. And only special needs parents get it. It's like we have our own club, you know, like my I might see it and say, oh, that looks OK. You see it and say. I know what this woman is saying is that her child has just climbed Mount Everest today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. like some like it's a struggle, especially in this country for for anyone who has a special needs parent or a special needs child. Excuse me, like because the services are like ridiculously slow, and apart from that, like it it isolates you from everyone else to a certain extent as well, and then you literally every day of your life are focused on trying to help your child because you know how shitty the world can be and you don't ever want to think that someday I'm not going to be here and this kid's going to be by themselves and if I don't teach them to a certain point how to give two fingers to the people that are trying to crush them down you know like if I haven't taught them that when I leave this world like what's going to happen you know and that's scary so I think we all kind of like if you're in the supermarket and you see someone and their kid is ha, is overwhelmed and just you know other people can see a tantrum and you just get it you yeah. know i always try to say wink at the person or smile at them kind of let them know it's okay mm-hmm. you know let them know, know exactly. that that you know the story yeah that you know it's like uh to a much lesser degree and a much much lesser degree and i'm not trying to compare the two at all but yeah. if i speak to somebody who has depression yeah um yeah, yeah and they know that i've done like they hear the podcast and like like did they they kind of feel very relaxed talking to me about it, you know like i could be walking down tesco's and someone would say well mark how are things i i watched your podcast my own yeah. mental health has gone man i was chatting to someone there the other day and this that and the other and i'd say my god and i'd say like what do your friends say oh well, my friends don't know They're, but they tell me because it's amazing because they know that I know because I went through it, you know, yeah. so I kind of get it from that side of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I've learned, I've actually learned so much about the person from listening to you talking about it. Like it gives, you give a great insight because you, you literally, you're real about it. You tell exactly, tell it exactly how it is, mm-hmm. you know, and it's good to kind of get it from a perspective of someone who's gone through it themselves and has pulled themselves out the other side. Mm. you know without a crutch without a you know like that's it's admirable yeah and it's great to know especially as a parent because it's another scary issue that unfortunately we have to deal with it's good to be able to see someone who's who's through the other side do you know yeah i never 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 i never really thought of it that way you know Mm. yeah thank you that never entered my head that was like oh yeah well if he got better maybe 
my son could get better. I always thought like that. If to see that I got better, they might think they got better, or that they might. I thought that if the seeing that I was better, and if I keep talking about how I do it, that they might be able to get better themselves. I, I never considered somebody else looking who hasn't got depression, hoping someone else might get better. It never crossed my mind that side of it, you know. Mm. It's not easy. Um, you know, you obviously have great patience, but you have to be so patient with someone with depression because um, they don't always say what to think, you know, or what to feel. They might say the opposite. Yeah. yeah. All kind of defense uh, mechanisms. Really, you mm-hmm. know, they don't like they're hurt so much that they just don't want. Um, see, I, I was very lucky. I was, I was so, so lucky. Like someone could ring me and I wouldn't answer the phone. And then three days later, I'd, I'd ring them and say, oh, I, I didn't answer the phone because I, I felt really de- depressed that day. And they might yeah. be thinking like, why is he telling me that? Is he mad? Oh, she has Mark has depression. But I didn't give a fuck. And yeah. if I had given a fuck... It, like I, I probably won't be better. I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm not yeah, tough. Yeah. Trust me yeah. when I tell you, I'm not tough. I'm lucky. I just kept at it. I kept at it and at it and at. It. There was a. I say, oh, and I'm doing my my best to get a little bit better every day. But let me just put this into perspective. If if I started at zero and I feel if there's such thing as below zero, I feel that I was there. Before, I was there loads of times. But when I started at zero and decided I wanted to get better. And we call it zero to 100. So there could have been a time where I was at 17. So doing really, really well. But I could have been yeah. knocked back to two. Like, like it's not, you don't improve a bit and then improve a bit more. And you keep getting knocked back and you keep getting yeah, knocked yeah. back. And there was times where I could have been at 77 and then I'd been knocked back to 50. But one time I was at about 90, uh, 90% of what better. And I said, okay, now is the time to go off the tablets. And I went back to zero in two weeks. I said, oh, my God, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done it. What a bad man. I fucking, I said, why, why? And then I'd go back on them. And then I went through the whole fucking process again. Like, so this time when I went off them, I was so cautious. You wouldn't believe it. Like, fucking, I was really cautious. I, I went down on the, the, the middle you can take over weeks. And I took my time. And But I do, um, uh, like, use... We spoke off air. I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast, uh, but you, I, I said I haven't got depression anymore, and you says to me uh, in a text that, um, and if I find it, maybe I'll put it up here, and you can see like it's, it's not like a, it's a private text, but not really like it's. You said do you ever think that you get better, and I says yeah, one hundred percent, you can definitely get better, and um, that is the truth of what what I neglected to mention in that answer, which I'd like to answer properly and give you the respect answer that you deserve is that, like, you you can a- absolutely get better, but like. If I let my guard down for for um, one year, I probably get depression again. So it's, yeah. it's 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 not that I'm gone, and I can go and do whatever I want and never worry about it. That's not yeah, the case. Yeah. It's if I let my guard down for too long, it'll come back. I probably have depression for life. Um, yeah. I know that if you listen to five of the top people who know the most about this in the world right now, me and you in a room talking to them. They nearly all say something different, so we yeah, don't know yeah. enough about it really. Um, but I know that I have to be really aware that, um, like it's it's kind of like of um, you know, you're sitting there and it's like a snake or a kind of a demon just climbs up on your shoulder and just you know starts whispering things that is not nice all of the time. You know, like now, yeah. it's it's so hard to explain. Like I I I 
really want to sit down one time and have a talk and explain it the best that I can. But I, I've never found a vocabulary to do it yet. Um, yeah. And I don't know if I ever can because that's how bad it is. But you, I do. You, you, you have to watch it all the time. You have to, you have to mind yourself all the time. I'm always talking about putting yourself first. People say, oh, "Does that mean?" It? Yeah. Like I, you know, there's there's times where a friend will ring me and it's important and I won't answer the phone. Oh, you're not a good friend. I don't care. I'm having a little bit of a bad moment. It'll be gone in three hours' time. I ring you back. I'll tell you I was having a bad moment. You have to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Let people know you have depression. It's not weakness at all whatsoever. Um, but I, I, I the honest, the honest answer is, I'd say if I left my guard down for a year, I'd be in have chronic depression again. So I have to work on it every single day. Um, yeah. But all of that really pales into comparison, I think, for um, all the things you taught me there. You know, all your situation and all the things you do and the work and your love for it and everything else. And it's like you're an extremely impressive human being. I didn't know any of that. And I did cheat then to say at the start of this podcast that you're a fan of the podcast. Coming, I'm a fan of Sarah now at this stage. No, no. Give me one of your T-shirts, a fucking Sarah. I wear that on the next one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. No, no. What, what I'm, are the... I'm literally, what you see is what you get. Anybody who knows me will tell you that I'm literally what you see is what you get. And I wake up in the morning looking manky like everybody else. And I do loads of stupid shit and I have loads of blonde moments and I'm a bit of a clown at times. And there's plenty of times where I just go, oh, for fuck's sake, about 20 times a day, mm. you know? Yeah. And, you know, you, you, you can't not lose the rag to some extent, but it, it doesn't being a parent really doesn't it doesn't phase me uh to the point where i would lose my shit altogether and just kill mm. everyone around me, you know yeah yeah i'm gonna let you go i'm so happy you come on that was um <laughs> i think you're very impressive I, I i i i didn't know like i'm actually i'm actually probably gonna cut out at the start now saying you're a fan of the show because Look at all the stuff you did compared to what I did. I look like a right bollocks now, but um, no, you're 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 very you're 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 you know, people say to you, oh, you're as tough as all boots, you know, and that's an, an easy thing to say. Like I'm not heavenly, but like, you know, like it's you're nearly like an angel. Like you're you're you've you've triplets. You're looking after them. You've try looking after the best that people need. You're working. You're doing all your bits and bobs. It's not easy on you. It's probably fucking dragging you asunder. You mentioned at the start at times you feel lonely to. But yet you'll get up tomorrow and do it all again. Oh, yeah. Without and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. And you even said, which I don't agree with, that if you won the lot, you'd still go back to work. Jesus Christ. I would. I, I, absolutely, I would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I don't make them like that anymore, you know? <laughs> the next podcast you can do now is trying to date when you're 40 because this shit the struggle is real i'll tell you <laughs> i'm for I, i'm 44 i do i, I can't I'm, I'm nearly 41 but i'm not adding this year on because I, we were in lockdown last year so that oh, so doesn't, doesn't count, count. okay so, so i'm 43 then yeah <laughs> yeah no look I, i'm not going to get into relationships relationships are so hard i am um, you know from like i am um, <clears throat> people say to me am i picky yeah uh, looks is is I have to be attracted to somebody, but it's about fifth or sixth in the line, you know. Like it, it, it's it's it, it's not um. 
Like maybe when I was 21, oh yeah, she has to be nice and her body has to be nice and all that. Like that it's fifth or sixth. It, like if 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 there's 10 things you like, that's about sixth or seventh. You have to have so many other things. Like like if if I'm always joking about like like oh um, uh, like uh, someday I'm gonna marry Shakira, you know. I think she's, be- she's beautiful looking. But like if I seen someone who was like Shakira and she really, really liked me for say she was blind and she really, really liked me <laughs> and, thought that, and thought that I was good looking and thought that everything else and wanted to get into a relationship and all that. And if she wasn't kind, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. couldn't. So for me, it's going to be impossible as well because number one, I don't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere. I stay in the none house. Of and, none of us do now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Crawlers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The world and isn't the like, same as me. You can't go down the pub and have your friend say, will you shift my friend? Kind of thing. Oh, they were the days. <laughs> my God. They were the days. My friend wants to know, will you shift my friend? He said, no, I'll shift the other friend. And then you shift them. <laughs> yeah. If anyone just in um, America or like in South America, shift is kiss. We we, we use it in Ireland. It used to be shifting. We used to say, will you shift me? You know? Um, mm. oh, easier times. On that note. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Listen, thanks for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Take thanks for having me. And thank you so much for sharing stuff and listening and all that. Like I genuinely appreciate it. I do honestly. Nope. Um means the world. All the best. Okay, bye. Bye bye.